afternoon and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, brother, sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. And our mates over at Elites Break, find them on Facebook and Instagram. My name's Corey, the Bombs Express. You wouldn't believe it. He's not here. He didn't want to show up. And you know what? I'm glad because we have the one, the only, Jumpers. How are you, Jumpers? Good to be here, boys. It's a exciting time. It's weird not hearing choo-choo. <laughs> it, it is it is a bit weird um but yeah it's good to be here it's my second podcast so uh we'll see how we go yeah don't you've been you've been on plenty of the uh end of season potties before so um for those who don't know it is mitch um self-proclaimed nickname jumpers because why did you want to be called jumpers mitch oh, i was actually a name that the uh serial pest gave me um because i wore a jumper in 23 degree weather how good and he was, and he wasn't very happy with that. So, yeah, oh, good. Um, you know, nice little segue there, Mitch. But uh, the listeners can find us on Patreon at uh, SC Elites. Find us on Twitter at SC Elites. Well, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify at Supercoach Elites. I believe we've fixed the audio issues that we were having on Spotify. If you're not happy with it, let us know. Um, we don't have to deal with the Mister Express's shit microphone and shit headset today. So. Having a chat with jumpers before and everything was looking good. So let's kick into it. Mitchy boy. Not you know, normally we sit here and, and talk, we caught up. Now, do you know do we have any Gold Coast supporters in the Patreon at all? Uh I don't think we have any Gold Coast supporters. Neither, neither do I. If we do, apologies, jump out, let us know. But I don't think we've got any Gold Coast supporters there. Apologies for the dog. Um but Mitch, look, you know how this runs. We've got the rookies, we've got the mid-prices, we've got our primos. You do not touches just for you now, Mitch, if you need to go find someone. Um, and your outlandish statement. Mitch, I'm going to let you take the ball, the first bounce, you're straight in the middle, mate. Who is your cash cow for the Gold Coast Suns? I've gone with a bit of a weird one from his form last year. I actually think Sam Flanders is a big shout for uh, cash cow. Yeah, I think he finished the season winning, I think, Gold Coast is best and fairest in the VFL or their equivalent, um, and I think he should be good to go mid-forward, uh, and uh, he's 256k as well, so. Yeah, so, I don't know if you know, but that normally fits in our mid-price bracket here, Mitchie boy, uh, 250k and above, so, I don't mind your shout though, because I actually had Sam Flanders as my mid-pricer. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, and everything that you just said, I, I think if Flanders was, honestly, 40k cheaper... I uh I probably would have jumped on. He seems like a lock. I think the the mid times there. I think the role could be there, and I think seriously he, he could make some serious cash for us. Yeah, and then just maturing into that body as well. And I, I like how Gold Coast kind of approached um, Sam Flanders last year. There wasn't a a, a bulk of um footy, you know, senior footy in there as well. So they kind of kept him under wraps a little bit. They he really played well in. Um, in the Magoos, so, yeah, Sam Flanders was one there too, um, it's funny, because I was hoping you were going to talk about Ben King, because I didn't have Ben King there, but I think every single team should have Ben King, um, just putting a statement out there, 176k forward, he's coming back, um, from what, was it the whole season that he missed last year, or did he hurt himself early in the season, can't remember, um, but you've got a discounted forward in an, in a rising team, a team that's going to be competing probably in and around the eight. The King boys have so much talent at 176k. You're getting someone who's going to be on field every single week up forward, and he's going to make you some cash. 
All it takes is a couple of bags. We've seen it, what, Tex Walker over the last couple of years kicks a couple of bags. And, you know, even at, what was it, 300K that we had him at two years ago, or 350, we've seen a huge price rise out of the Texan. Um, and I think Ben King's going to be one of those ones as a, as a key forward that probably gets to around the 400K and one that we're going to really enjoy some cash out of. But, uh, I do have I do have one for you. What yeah. do you think of Gold Coast's first pick, Bailey Humphrey? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of that same statement that we just had just before. I think Gold Coast, they, you know, they've got a really, really stacked midfield. Um, they've put together a pretty good list. They What did they lose? Rankin? Was that the only one they lost last year? Did they lose anyone else? No, I think there's a spot there, so... Humphrey averaged some good numbers in the juniors, uh, about 20 disposals, about five tackles a game. I, I think the potential's there if he can get that rank and roll a little bit of mid-time. Could see maybe a 60 to 70 average. Yeah. The, price good is, day. the price is the issue, isn't it? 185k for an unknown um, Bailey Humphrey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially where you probably expect that they're not going to have a bulk of the midfield minutes available. They're, they've put together a pretty good list, I think, Gold Coast. I think they're going to compete. I think they're going to go pretty well this year. You know, yeah, we've got names. Took Miller, Matt Rao, Noah Anderson, who I think is an absolute jet, Brennan Ellis, um, Lockie Weller, Will Powell. You know, they're not your, your everyday names. They did lose. Oh, they lost Bose as well, too. That was the other one that went yeah. out the door. But, um, yeah, if you can find some midfield minutes, I think Sam Flanders, like we just said before, is going to be in the midfield. Um, ben King, an absolute lock. Real left field. Not real left of field. No, it's real left field, not left of field. Um, option here, though, uh, jumpers, is um, Connor Blakey, uh, the ex Gold Coast, uh, ex-Gold Coast boy, ex-Frio boy. Um, they picked him up in, with pick seven, I think it was, in the rookie draft this year. I think Blakey can come in and fulfill a bit of a need that they've got. Um, whether he goes back to a halfback role or, or pops up on a wing. Um, his last season, if you if you go look at it statistically, just on uh, the numbers, it doesn't look great. So if you click into it, it's a 37.2. But he was sub 8 of the 11 games. Sub, Sorry, 8 of 11 games he was sub. Twice he was unused sub. If you have a look at the games where he just played the whole game, there was only three of them, but he averaged 60. And 123k mid, if he gets uh, time as a mature age 27-year-old he's turning this year, um, we might have one there. That might be a sneaky one that as the season comes up, he starts popping up into more and more teams. He's averaged previously, these are some of his career averages, 73.6, 89.2, 85.1, 75.8. Albeit... That was from a stretch of 2016 to 2019. The biggest issue in that whole sample size and his whole career is injury. Never played more than 20 games. He's actually never played more than 17 games. He's always injured. Can the body hold up now? Like, why Why would that be any different? But at 123K, we don't need 20 games. What do we need? Eight. Nine. So hopefully, hopefully we get one here. 123k and Connor Blakely can get his way into that Gold Coast team with some, you know, relatively big names coming out. Um, there's going to be healthy uh, selections and someone's got to score the points at the players who left. Yeah, absolutely. I think with the injury of Weller as well, um, not sure when he's going to come back. I heard, you know, towards round eight, round ten, he yeah. could he could be ready. 
Buderick's out as well. So there's, there's spots in the back line. Jack Bowe's going as well. So there's definitely spots that he can run off the halfback wing area. So definitely potential. I like the knowledge you've come in here with your jumpers. You've taken this serious. Now, you were, just so everyone knows, you were a last-minute call-up as well. Bombs actually was meant to be on this potty. Um, and you've come in just with a depth of knowledge, a nice background, good history, you know. It's... Bombs better watch himself, I think, here, jumpers. You might take it. Um, who did you go with your mid-pricer, mate? So this is a very role-dependent one, but I think Jack Lacocious. Ooh, I actually had a look at Jack, and then I'm like, ah, oh, he'll probably play forward. So last, I read a few articles probably about a couple of weeks ago um, saying that he's tipped to move down to the back line, obviously, with the injuries of Waller, Bowes going, and Butterick as well. So in the 2021 season, he averaged, you know, 80.5 he played every single game, and he's probably the best kick at the club as well. So, like you know, maybe unpopular opinion, but the guy's so much better behind the ball than he is in front of it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He, he just reads the ball so well, and if you're goal coach, you just play him in the back line and just let him go to work. I've never really understood a lot of these projects where they grab kind of good defenders and really try and push them into being good forwards. It's a strange one. He, he played as a forward as a junior, but he, it's just you can just tell he's got the kicking style and he can just read the play so much better yeah. from the back line. And he's just obviously they experimented last year and it just didn't work. So do you know he's, only, he's only twenty three this year? Yes, yeah, that's, that's surprising. He yeah. just looks older, doesn't he? And it feels like he's been around for so much longer. Like he's only been in the system for four years, but I think maybe it was that pressure of that he was what he was a pick two. Um, and yeah. I think a lot of that pressure came with that, you know, tag when Gold Coast were struggling and he was meant to come in there and, you know, be the man. But after this season, what, he'd be close, he'd be around the 100-game mark. And this is this is kind of the age profile. Bombs always talks about not picking the over 30s. Um, this is the age profile I kind of like to look for. You know, you're 20, probably your 23 to 25, 26-year-olds that are around the 75 to 100-game mark. This is this is normally where they take the next step in the AFL. He's definitely got to stand up. That Gold Coast needs some mature bodies to stand up and, you know, you need the King, the Lukosius, the Millers, the Rouse, the Andersons to push him, push him through. So yeah. there's got to be a few of them that stand up and play for the jumper. 360k forward. Like if he goes back in the first couple of rounds and pops some nice scores behind the ball, that might be one that people are looking for a bit of a sideways trade to. Absolutely. I, I just think you're going to have a lot of people that look at Jack Bowes. Um, oh, he's a forward, sorry. No, incorrect. You're going to have a look at the Fife's. Um, did you hear the news that, I oh, know, completely irrelevant, but they reckon Taron Thomas going behind the ball at North Melbourne? Yeah, I, I did see that. Um, it just depends. I think with the amount of people coming back, like obviously the emergence of... Yeah. Like, I think Goda's going to play there as well, so... No. Yeah, it is a Gold Coast is- podcast, but we will see, we will see from there. Um, your primo, my friend. Uh, this one's nice and easy. My boy took Miller. Yeah, he looks in superb, Nick. If anyone hasn't seen the photo of him training, go have a look at it. Have a quick Thomas Tank and be on the way. Yeah, he's looking nice, isn't he? He's got the tan. He's got the muscles. He's loving the Gold Coast life. He's a Melbourne boy. Um, but absolutely loving the Gold Coast life up there. There's not really too much to say about there about him, is there? He gets the ball, he tackles, he's pretty good at using it. He gets contested possessions. Um, he's known. Well, he can go forward and snag a couple of goals. Like he's just got every single profile there is there. 
Yeah, I think I read the other day that he has the most 150 games, like super coach point games, last year as well. So you know the ceiling's there as well. So yeah, let me have a quick look at that. That's a good stat to have. Um, is he in your team at the moment? Yeah, he's first picked. He's first picked. Yeah, I uh, I absolutely love him. If anyone knows me, they know I love Tom Miller. He's a uh, there's not much to say about him, man. He's just fucking... He's just so good. <laughs> he went back four points on his season average from the year before prior to, and I think maybe that's the only con that there are games of, what, 59 and 76 in there. But, you know, what? we're not going to knock 120 average. You're right. 100, he opened with 137, 140. He's got 160, 131, 67, 153, 157, 153. Like, he finished the season with a massive bang. Um... I think that he might have done us a favour with a couple of those low scores throughout the year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, he, I think, like I said, with the emergence of Anderson, Raul, they, they give him a bit of help as well. Yeah, and he just doesn't stop running as well. He's almost like yeah. Sam Walsh. He's just he, he's almost untaggable at yeah. points. Well, can you, you can't really tag those contested animals, can you? No, no, absolutely not. No, and I've got him in my team too. Um, it's funny, like. You know how big I am on like the likes of Clary and everyone, and I've, I've tried to go a little bit more in early Supercoach. I've tried to go a little bit more of a conservative, conservative approach with my premiums and not spending the absolute top dollar. And saying that, I probably have almost the most expensive players in every line. Um, I just think Tuke Miller offers so much value. Uh, 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 call me odd, but the fact that I see him sitting there at the fourth most expensive midfielder. I'm just like this is insane. Pick, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't work it out. And the funniest thing is, I think Bombs is fully against it as well. <laughs> He's a fuckwit anyway, so <laughs> that that's the nicest way to put it. Um, yeah, I really like Tuk Tuk. I I kind of wanted to go left field, and I really wanted to jump out at Jed Anderson, but I'm just going to leave it at Tuk. Would you knock anyone for starting um, uh, Witsy? I don't think you can in a, in a year with so much uncertainty. With obviously a Gorn Grundy uh, King going down with Marshall, Tim English playing four games a year, like but to have someone that consistently will play and will be the number one ruck. You know what I mean? Like even if he averages you one hundred and five to one hundred and ten, that might be that might be number one ruck because he just plays twenty two every year. Yeah, and he's only in what nine uh, percent of teams at the moment. It's a strange one. I uh, I think he finished the season second on total points for the Ruckman yeah. as well. It's just yeah, it's, it's just a strange one. I think everyone forgets how how good he was last year. That's the problem. Played all twenty two. Um, he I think he was actually first on total points. He was he was first on total points yeah. for Ruckman at twenty four eighteen. That, that almost two hundred ahead of his next best, and he was second on average of one hundred nine point nine. Um, yeah. Only, only big Maxi beat him, and now we're dealing with Maxi. Max has got the worry of Brody Grundy and a hamstring. Like, um, uh, do you think that a lot of people are going to avoid it because they're going to look at the value of a Raul Marshall and uh, potentially a Brody Grundy now with Gorney's scans and everything going on? And do you think that's the only reason people are are not picking wits? Yeah, I think that as well, but. I think what people need to understand is there's an extra round this year as well, and you want players playing 23 games. You don't want to be trading out players 
left, right, and centre. As, as we know, Supercoach open today, 36 trades. There's no more boost or anything like that. So if you get stuck with a ruck like Marshall, obviously injury prone, you get stuck with English injury prone. It might be safe bet just to pick wits, leaving your team. If he averages a couple points less, you know he's going to play 22. You know he's the number one ruck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's uh, I'm just going to have a quick look at his uh, injury history because I do know that, I know, especially at Collingwood, he wasn't the most consistent. Like the, he, there was quite a couple of times that he did have uh, quite a few injuries out there as well. So is it would it be the last couple of seasons, you reckon? He is over the 30 mark, so Bonds would really hate it. Yeah, so last year <laughs> was the first time in a long time that he'd played full 22. So 18, 19, it was a full 22. Uh, oh, sorry, 2020, he played a full 17 as well. So it was only the, that year. Okay, so that's kind of the anomaly. So he's even come back from an injury and played a full 22 and put 20-odd points on his average. Yeah, I think 2021 is when he did the ACL Yeah, yeah as well. Was, so yeah. I, I don't think it's really been soft tissue industry, in, sorry, injuries with him either. I think it's been more, you know, the impact injuries is the PCL, the ACL. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's a ruckman though, so notorious at that. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I like Jared Witts a lot. Um, you do not touch? My do not touch would be, as weird it is to say, I would say Matt Rowe. I, I just don't think he has the potential to be top 10, top 15. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan, not a fan at all. Yeah, the super coach, worry, can he take the game to the next level? Yada, yada, yada. I reckon that would have been uh, Bonser's do not touch as well, to be honest. Um, fuck, I, I don't really know because I'm a little bit more optimistic on Rowley. Um, there might be quite a few people that kind of do it. Oh, you know how good this is. I can actually check fucking um, teams selected now. Right, uh, sorry. How many, what's it called? Yeah, team selected by. Let's get Gold Coast up. And have a quick look at that. Gold Coast. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you before. So, Jared Witts is in 9% of teams. Do you think that will um, be higher or lower by the time the season starts? I think by the season starts, he should be in at least 15 to 20% of teams. Yeah. Do you see that happening? It's a hard one. I think if Gorn's industry is a little... Injuries a little bit worse than Weird. first thought, or or you know they watch the the practice games. I know I think there should be like an intra club game or one televised on KO, like they did last year before yeah. the actual official ones. And people see Marshall playing a little bit more forward, or English might maybe not having the role, or I don't know, even even someone like a I don't know. Sean Darcy or even a Riley O'Brien or something like that in a bad role. I think they'll just want consistency, so Wits will be. Yeah. Um, I'll go Jed Anderson. He's in 1% of teams, and I don't know why. So, 440k. <laughs> uh, your outlandish statement? I think that Took Miller is every chance of winning the Brown line. I don't know how outlandish that is. Uh, but I think it's Brownlow season, and I think he's going to carry Gold Coast into uh, the finals, if not just outside the finals. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The Gold Coast Suns are back in the eight, mate. They're back playing finals. <laughs> so um, I really hope that happens. That'd be absolutely great. Um, 
<laughs> Mitchy, you got anything else, Dad? No, that's pretty much it. No. Hopefully, I can uh, be on another podcast or two when it bounces a show up again. Yeah, so. well, Bonster's fixtures really piss me off lately, so I'd imagine you'd probably be back, to be honest. Um, look, big thank you for stepping in last minute because it's been tough releasing these so frequently. Um, I think we're going to be back Friday this week, unless I lean on you again, Mitchie, and we might be able to bring another one. Um, but we're going to we're going to drop in bulk because we did miss quite a few last week. So the aim is to get them out there. But uh, jumpers, on behalf of myself, the Patreon, the patreon.com forward slash SC Elite, we appreciate you jumping on. And peace out, community. Thank you for listening.